and welcome to Artwork, a conversation with creative people about the joys, the challenges and the mundane moments of living an artistic life. We're your hosts, I'm Poppy Rose. And I'm Brie Robertson. And our artist today is Danish-born, Berlin-based movement artist, singer and musician Kat Polar. As an artist and creator, Kat is inspired by the ever-evolving emotional landscapes inside and outside of herself. Her passion is to be what she creates, to observe and live inside of it. We talk all about this in the episode. Kat is also passionate about being disciplined as an artist to resist the fast-paced production that is all-consuming in our capitalist world when it comes to promoting and sharing your art as a polished and perfect product on social media. We talked about how great it would be if more artists shared their moments of frustration when nothing is working in their process. If you want to do this, tag us at art.workconversation and we'll share your messy process photo. In this episode, we talk about entering the flow state while creating, the balance between being an artist and having to exist in a capitalist world, how to be authentic on social media, and how as artists we have the power to create our own realities, including our definition of success. Yes. (laughs) We loved this episode so much. It felt really grounding and gave us so many amazing feelings of just calmness and affirmation. So let's dive in. All right. Hello. Welcome, Kat, to the podcast. It is so nice to have you here today. We haven't met before. So yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do, um, but let's start with how are you feeling today? Uh, today I feel great <laughs> because I, I had a rehearsal. I'm, I'm just finishing my first live set as Katpola. <sighs> so I had many weeks of doubt and struggles. Mm. And now finally it's coming to, I can see the end. <gasps> oh, that's uh, an exciting time. It. Yes, yes. Yeah. So today was a good day. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, so tell us yeah, a little bit about who you are and where you're from and the art that you create. What, what do you do as well? I'm from Denmark. And I guess I started my path in Denmark. Um, I was never really that great in school and other subjects than um, art creative things Mm. it was always the drive for me to create in general and yeah I I guess it started with painting and uh, theater acting and then later I got introduced to contemporary dance wow and in that I was like this is this is what I I need to do because Mm. contemporary dance was more open it was not such a strict form um so in contemporary dance it's like you can explore many things and it's not described what you're creating it's Mm. more abstract i think i was not i i wasn't ever thinking that i want to be an artist or that i it was just kind of the flow Mm. Um, I think when I was small, it was like I already discovered meditation with painting when I was nine, I guess. Wow. Um, 
because I was just staying up the whole night painting, painting. And my mom would come in and I would stare at her like, what have you been doing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, That's amazing. Yeah, so already then I was like drawn to this mystery you can go into, you know, mm. this expanded space when you're just deep into a process. Yes, mm. yeah. Yeah. So I guess this has become like, or this was the what I wanted. I wanted to yeah. dive into this world. Uh, and it didn't really matter if it was through painting, dance, mm. or um, sound. <laughs> wow. We were going to ask you about this, uh, about like, I guess, the how you describe um, creating and the process is quite different to my experience. Like I don't often find myself entering that like flow state where the creative process really takes me somewhere else and time just passes. I don't know why. I think I can kind of come at creating from a perspective of like I just want to create a product that I can like share with somebody else and I don't uh-huh. let myself really just fall into it. But can you uh-huh. tell us, like, what is that like, you know, for someone uh-huh. who might not experience that, can you it's... tell us what, it, what it's like for you? Okay, yeah, I, I've been trying actually to, to uh, analyze it because I wanted to be able to explain it. Mm. Uh, it's like losing yourself. It's like losing your own concept of what you are, who you are, what things are. And it feels like you're you're going into a state of trust mm-hmm. so deep that your mind can expand further than just be here where it's judging, where it, like mm-hmm. you know, the mind is, is staying very rational. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing with meditation. You, you go deep in a deeper state, mm. deeper brain waves, which you have access to more yeah. <laughs> paths yeah. in your brain. Like, okay, mm. that's a very um, brainy way to explain it. Do you find that sometimes it's easier for you to get into that place than others? Like, is there times when there is that kind of like rational block and and you don't, step into it so easily and you find yourself creating in quite a different rational headspace or is it something that you've been able to practice and now you just you practice know how it. to get there yeah practice is the right word because I, I believe mm-hmm. everything is a practice mm-hmm. um, I think through analyzing and also analyzing okay what is happening when the blockage is there mm. I try to use the blockage. Yeah. So so whenever you like for me right now, the when I sit down and I want to make a new track or I want to compose something new, there's always the starting point of I would like to to be able to sound like fever ray or I would like to have this mood of radiohead. Like there's a concept in my mind. Mm-hmm. So then I just allow it. I just allow this to, okay, this is what the intention I go into creating. And then slowly through just 
playing with the synth and singing, it it starts to take you. It's it's mm-hmm. like a like a stream. Then you get taken mm-hmm. away. And, wow. Oh, I mean, we've only been talking for five minutes, but <laughs> your energy is just calming me. I think so, so recently. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Brie, before we jumped on the call, we were like, oh, life is like, we're so busy doing this, this and this and this right now. And you've just reminded me like how sacred and like therapeutic and needed the artistic practice is. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's making me want to pick up my guitar and just play and without this pressure of of having to there be a perfect song at the end of it or to mm. pick up yeah. my, my jewelry making things and try something new yes. just yeah. just making time just for that yes moment rather than mm. there yes. always being a goal and an outcome because I think me and Brie are quite quite similar in that way where we we love a goal we we love an end product. We we love a little yes. little bow at the end of a session. We love tying things yeah. off. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's yeah. we we need to make more time for play definitely. But, but I, I want to say that I am so bad at finishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? It's like yeah. sometimes you you wish you were stronger in like one yeah, aspect yeah. and mm. yeah, cuz I I'm also listening to you going like there were so many moments today where I had time and I was like, what should I do? And I looked at my guitar and I looked at my piano and I was like, I could just play. And I was like, no, I just, I can't, yeah. I can't do it because I don't know what's going to come out, out of it. The and resistance. I, That's the resistance. I have <laughs> so much resistance right now and I don't know where, whether it's like, just a build up of of what we've been living through for the last year and a half or whether it's because I'm out of that like regular practice and so it becomes mm. this like looming thing where I'm like well I haven't touched the guitar for so mm. long I don't know if I can do yeah. it anymore yeah, but yeah. yeah I think you're really yeah. inspiring me to go in with That's an intention amazing. that mm. I've never thought about that before like my intention for this play today is like to sound like this or and, and maybe that's mm. like a really new way I can go yeah, into yeah. it thinking because like. you know how it, I mean yeah I guess when we talk about it we all know in a creative process it we, the outcome will never be what the beginning thought was or mm. even the first chord mm. so yeah, it doesn't matter which kind of uh, intention you have I think it's mm. it's just it's just a tool mm. yeah yeah in order to be because it's for some reason it's scary mm. yeah. it's sometimes scary because it's like how do I do that again I made a great track last month but I don't know how like I cannot do mm. that again mm-hmm. how do I do <laughs> yes that's so true that's so funny isn't it it's like yeah we, it's, we did it before but it's like I don't know how I did yeah. that and I feel that all the time it's like I've already written the songs that are gonna be good I like and I am like have trepidation trying to write another one because I'm like I don't know where those other ones came from so yeah. it's like yeah yeah it can be really <laughs> and that is the that is the space that that is this losing yourself space because I think that is where the magic happens and that's what people want to listen to 
Yeah. That that is when you listen to an artist and you're like, wow, <laughs> what is that? That you feel this is this person, and not hey, there's a great beat or that's mm-hmm. a great like you just feel something more. said in your bio that I found really really fascinating you said um, that you want to be what you create what do you mean by that I I mean that I wanted to yeah I, I guess what you're saying is right that I wanted all to be a part of each other we're so like we're so used to labeling everything mm. and sometimes I'm so annoyed that I have to put my music in a genre because then it, it's becoming a form but I want it to be part of everything so my what I'm going through right now I want that to be part of what I'm creating as well yeah so so it's okay that that this what I made today might change in the process tomorrow so it's part of my life journey mm. as well as it's mm. so what I'm sharing will also be me you know it's mm. not a brand it's not I'm not selling uh, I'm not mm. selling something I'm just showing people my process mm. yeah do you, do you ever mm. struggle with with that like being so vulnerable and putting so much of yourself out out there and you know you like continuing past you know your form because I feel like something that we've we've spoken about on the podcast before is that that was one of the issues I had is that I was too attached to my out to the outcome to the to the you know what I was creating and I the fact to the point where I lost myself because I didn't know where that separation was and for me it had become a little bit toxic and confusing and like I wanted to to like kind of cut that in a way but for you it feels like you've you're at peace with just being the form as well as being you so I'm yeah I'm interested to know if that's like ever been a, a struggle where you're like Oh, it's my, my, my value is coming from <laughs> from this art 
as opposed to me as a person but I suppose for you it's kind of like the art is you as a person I don't I don't know I'll let you talk now <laughs> yeah I think um I think we can all relate to this as an artist um and I think it's a constant struggle and especially in this time where everyone is no matter which kind of um uh youtube uh or when you when you watch someone who's recommending you how to promote your music blah 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 mm-hmm. how to brand your stuff everybody is saying you have to post every day you have to mm-hmm. post uh, 10 stories every day to keep the algorithm Ugh. like pressure 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 you have to make uh, fast 15 minutes uh, seconds videos on tiktok so I think this, and this is this is a, a um, this is an outcome from capitalism, mm. and this has nothing to do with art for me. Yeah, those two things are separate, mm. and it's complex because, yeah, for sure I would like to earn my money on music and my art. Mm. So I also want to these things to flow together, capitalism and my art. Mm. but if you let the capitalism rule your artistic process then I think it's easy to lose yourself yeah Mm. that that is definitely what I did and I feel like I hadn't (laughs) thought about it in that way that yeah the capitalism really took over the joy of my music for me it really did Yeah. yeah I feel like it's quite difficult um for artists nowadays to feel like what they're making is valuable if it's not Mm. in form with like the capitalistic system Mm. you know if you're not making a song that can be marketed and you know playlisted or if you're not creating artwork that can be posted and sold online and Mm. it's so easy to feel like you're it's not valuable And I think that's something that, like, has really impacted how I do art. It's like I think I have subscribed to the capitalistic way of creating art to kind of feel like what I'm doing is, um, you know, possible in today's society but also valued by people who are kind of watching me from the outside who might not be artists and, yeah. And I I don't like that. I don't like that I've I've subscribed to that. But yeah, how do you feel being an artist in this capitalistic system? Where do you feel like you're sitting at the moment with that? Uh, I guess then we come to this point of what I told you about existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> We're jumping in. <laughs> yes, smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it um yeah, I think I have also I have been in because I think when you when you come to a new art form, it's new and exciting and it's easy to feel the flow and so I started my new solo project last year, Hedbola. Mm-hmm. So the first period was like, wow, it's amazing what is possible in electronic music. And I was exploring and then I mixed it with my uh, dance. I made 
than visual films to the sounds and music. So in the beginning, it was really a flow. And then slowly, I started to be more, okay, how do I spread it? And then you get into this world, okay, you have to be able to be added to playlists, as you mentioned. Uh, you have to put it into genres. Uh, you have to describe yourself. And then slowly, I felt like more and more, oh, I'm losing this excitement for mm. exploring myself, for, mm. yeah, to keep exploring. Uh, and now recently, I had this feeling like, I, I don't, I don't know if I can continue Instagram in this way. So I started to collect emails from people and go more to email lists. Mm -hmm. And I try to draw back. So I at least will not feel um, that I have to post on Instagram mm -hmm. every day, <laughs> every hour. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if you've heard of this trend that is like make Instagram casual again because I watch a lot of like social and media and so, yeah social commentary um videos on YouTube that's like the main media that I consume and um I really really enjoyed these discussions of like make Instagram casual again because I feel like mm. for so many of us as artists slash like business owners in a way like it is this place to promote and to perform and to be you know curated and perfect and beautiful and all of those capitalistic things yeah <laughs> and I really enjoyed this discussion of like make it casual again because there was a time before all the brands and businesses got on Instagram where it was just a place to share photos like with your friends and yeah. it's, it's become so huge And yeah, I, I was just wondering if, if you are like feeling more towards like, let's make it casual again. Let's post the, the messy behind the scenes without a care. Or are you, you mentioned going to more towards like an email list that's more like safe and the people who are there, like are only the people that like want to hear from you and are you know interested mm -hmm. in you and excited about your project. I am a little bit split in that because I, I think Instagram can be used in a very cool way. And if I if I connect to myself to the what I actually want to to share it's it's very nice because I like to make visuals and mm. you can mm. add sound to it and you can write something I think that can be very powerful. But I think we have to be very disciplined with ourselves to uh to share something real, you know, and mm. not, not just always post what, how you look best or the, like when you had the most fun or when you're with the most people mm. and yeah. yeah, be more, I hope it will get it, become a trend mm. to show what is like, to show real things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And to inspire each other that we are all going through the same things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To remind each other, basically. 
What kind of things would you like to see artists especially start sharing on their Instagram? Let's start a revolution. Okay, that's great. That's great. Actually, when you asked me, I immediately saw something. I would love to see, like, like, let's say everybody puts just a hidden, like, hidden camera for yourself (laughs) in the room doing the doing the process and you post something when you're getting really annoyed or (laughs) like these fail videos that is always for fun but just like as a normal thing Mm. also sharing that hard times like Mm. right now I feel like sharing that I'm like I'm really doubting myself and I really doubt everything that I've been doing because I know we all have these periods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can inspire each other. Yeah, I, I, I guess it, it takes so much strength and bravery and, and courage to share the, the hard times. But I yeah. feel like when we do that, like people connect with that more than the successes and more mm-hmm. than the great, moments when you're with the most people and you're you know yeah. doing the, the most beautiful thing in the most beautiful place and I, I mean I know for myself when I've posted and shared something that is a little bit more vulnerable and um you know open I get I get more engagement <laughs> I hate yeah. that but you know more people are interested in in, in in more people are interested in interacting that's a very hard sentence with (laughs) with me and with with the stuff that I'm sharing and sharing their stories and their struggles as well and yeah I think it is it's so important to like you say to be able to relate to people and it does seem really scary to say to the world like hey like I'm not doing so well I'm struggling with this (laughs) but when you do like a problem shared is a problem halved or even more you know it's Mm. it is worth taking that risk definitely yeah yeah and I know what you mean with this uh, always thinking about what is more engagement is a little bit uh, that's a big thing for all of us mm-hmm. but uh, I think it's you can also see it as a good sign mm-hmm. that yeah. humans are actually we yeah. are all interested in seeing the real deal yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the more that happens the more it encourages us to be mm-hmm more and more real I think yeah. I uh, when we post this episode I want to um start something on our Instagram where we ask artists to sh- tag us in their process <laughs> oh that's yeah. great we'll start a little hashtag and get everyone to post their frustrated <laughs> annoying I love, it. I love it <laughs> let's get going yes <laughs> I, I, I will do that. it I will hashtag yeah I'll do that because I mean there's so many times when I'm making my jewelry and it just goes, I'm trying to wrap one crystal and it goes wrong so many times. And then my desk is just covered in like little shards and scraps of wire. <laughs> and next time that happens, I'm, I'm going to post that oh. on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's yes. great. That's great. When you're having these doubts, because I think what you're explaining and, and expressing is such, it's such a moment in the creative process and just personally that I think anyone listening would understand, especially artists of just having these moments of doubt in what you're doing. And um, when you go through these times or when you have these existential crisis about 
your art and and what you've chosen to do with your life I assume um how do you how do you work through that do you have any advice for us (laughs) and how do we um get through that or how do you what helps you during those moments First of all, I, I think um, it's, it's needed to, for me, it's needed to allow all of the hard things that come up and all the, yeah, all the, the stories in my head or voices in my head that is doubting or telling me from society probably, what are you doing? What are you, like, you're an artist, you will never make it or all of these things, uh, to allow it um, to be there and to sit with it. Because I think when we suppress it all the time, it's, it will just keep being underlain, you know? When you, mm. when you allow it to come up, you can, you can slowly, with your mind, observe it and see, okay, this is not rational, or you just do it anyway. So I think these last like one month I've been living now here in a in a house a little bit on the countryside. Oh, and I have a studio in the cellar. I've been sitting a lot in the garden and just like, okay, what is going on? What is happening? Okay, this thing with Instagram, do I, do I feel great with posting every day and all this? I see what is what people like and then I get into the pattern in my head maybe I should post more like this like that so I kind of catch my mind going in that circulation of Mm. I'm starting to create towards something that is not me anymore Mm. so yeah I think it's 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 the same process diving diving deep (laughs) and being with it and and see what what is coming out of it. I don't know if there's any if I have any tool. It's more like taking your time, mm. really taking your time to observe and give yourself space. Because as an artist, you need to have this room in yourself. Because if you if you're constantly stressing fast, it's difficult to to create. And yeah. I think actually what you've said is um, so important but so hard. Mm. Like, yeah. and I'm listening to it going, yeah, I don't know if I've ever really sat with those feelings. <laughs> I'm, you know, because it's this, it's a, it's exactly what we have to do as artists. Like, we need space, we need time, we need room, but everything yeah. in our life is like telling it uh, yeah it's Mm -hmm. the opposite and it's such a discipline to allow yourself to give give yourself that time and um Mm -hmm. and that's another thing you said in your bio which I found really amazing is like to be disciplined enough to resist the fast-paced production that's happening and and I think that is also personally as well 
Um, mm. It's so easy to just kind of go, ah, that was a shitty day. All right, I got to pick myself up tomorrow and keep going and yeah. just kind of like not think about the struggles you're going through um, mm. because there's no time. We've got we've to get back out there. We've got to keep going. We've got to present our things to the world and yeah, yeah, it's just so. But sometimes mm. it's all right to lay there, you know. Sometimes it'll, it's yeah. okay to lay in the mud and just <laughs> like lay with all the bad stuff and yeah. all the things that feels awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It is so healing to do that, and it's something that I have been practicing more and more this year, especially um, earlier this year, dealing with like depression and anxiety and so often I would want to just like run away from those feelings and like lose myself in a tv show or you know doing a task and just trying to not be in my brain and yeah. there's a time and a place for that and definitely like take refuge in in the Netflix if you need to but like yeah, yeah. it has been so healing when I'm feeling these uncomfortable sticky emotions come up to just take some deep breaths and even just for a few minutes to just sit and allow fully that feeling to just fill my body and if tears want to come allow them to cry you always feel better after a cry yeah. there are tears coming <laughs> let them flow <laughs> let them flow yes the more the, the better come on absolutely <laughs> because when you, you finish your cry and you realize that the energy has gone yeah. through you like it's yeah. it's always moving you know all this, the cliches like this too yeah. shall pass yeah, but, yeah. you know because I, I know firsthand that when depression is is with you it feels like it's going to be here forever it feels like it's going to be yeah. you're never going to know what joy is again and I, I know yeah. that firsthand but just breathing with it for a few minutes even just a few minutes yeah will even when it feels horrible and sticky and scary, but maybe yes. something I have also been doing is trying to like move with that and move, you know, how does that energy and that feeling feel if I put on a song and yeah. how does my, how does my body want to dance to that? How does the energy need to move? Yeah. And that has been very, very healing in letting those emotions flow and leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like them, but when they're there, I try my best to welcome them with compassion and, and kindness. But um, yes. lay yeah. in the mud, definitely, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not be afraid metaphorically of it. and literally. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that, that what makes it hard is the resistance as well. Yeah, Re absolutely. And yeah, there's this, there's this. Um, it's I was about to say theory, but it's actually scientifically proved. That an emotion only stays 17 seconds. Like that's how it is actually. But oh, wow. because we in our mind hold on to yeah. it with compulsive thinking, mm. it can oh, stay, wow. you know, for years. <laughs> wow. But actually the process through the body is 17 seconds. Whoa. Well, so, <laughs> did not yeah, know it's that. quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So if you just let that fear kind of pulsate through you for mm. 17 seconds. Yeah. You know, it, it will. <laughs> it shall pass. It will pass if you yeah. actually let it go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is so powerful. I, I love what you said before about like um, also when you are going through these moments of existential crisis that you um, 
you don't hide that from what you're creating, like actually kind of letting that drive your create creativity and, and the process. Um, have you, can you talk, talk to us a little bit about maybe some moments where you have been in the creative process where it hasn't felt pretty and has something come out of it that you, um, could listen to or see and be like, oh, wow, that came from a really like troubled, doubtful place, but there it is in a, in a creation now. Yes, I have definitely one, one song that was created. Um, I had very cliche. I have had a very bad time with my ex-boyfriend in, in a period. And one night we were close to breaking up and uh, I felt through that night we were living together, but he didn't come home. And I was, you know, in this feeling, I can't do anything. I just, mm-hmm. I tried to, to create something and not with any idea of what it should be or how, just to, yeah, get away, I guess, just to let my emotions flow. Mm. And uh, that song, when I listened in the morning, uh, it was a whole song created from that. And I was like, that, that is really amazing because I didn't observe while I made, I was not listening back and be like, hmm, should I change this or should I do that? I was just purely using the synth and uh, the, the microphone as a way for me to spill it out. Wow. And uh, then I showed it to my ex-boyfriend at that point. Uh, and we uh, got out of our problems, came to a point where where it was okay, and I played it for him, and he started crying. (laughs) And he said, from all the things you created, Christine, I think this song will take you far. Wow. So, yeah, I think definitely it can be used. It's... Mm. uh, yeah, it just shows like how even in the, like those raw moments where we're just kind of purging our emotions, it's often or can be the the most powerful art that other people will connect to. Yeah. And mm. yeah, that is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Just changing, or not really changing gears, but I guess um, a different question that I wanted to ask is for you as an artist, um, what would your idea of success be? Definitely to come to a place where my art is inspiring. That I, I think that's like the essential. Mm. That, that what I'm sending out there in the world gives people a feeling of it doesn't matter what feeling but that it that is uh, giving people something positive or something uh, inspiring I guess is the right word mm-hmm. um, and also building building community 
I hope to come to a point where I can support other people as well and not just be, you know, like finding my place. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting because we're so focused on money and I think in the back of our mind, it's success is money. But mm -hmm. if we scroll it down, it's money is just a way for us to have to buy our security and so i think yeah looking away from the money it's definitely uh, creating community inspiring other people uh, somehow inspiring inclusion instead of separation mm -hmm. and also inspiring allowance it's allowed to be you it's allowed to mm. for you to feel everything yeah wow i love that every answer you gave was <laughs> this was intangible it was not <laughs> numerical it was yeah just this I, I just love that and I feel like yeah maybe you resonate as well Brie because I feel mm. like when someone says to us what is success to you like we've got some you know smart goals set out and I love and I'm so I am so inspired that your goals are just states of, of being you know mm. rather than things to do it's so important to like reflect on what success actually means for artists because that's yeah. also a big one for us yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that we have to yeah. fight against that we don't yeah. just accept the capitalistic idea of success but that we define it ourselves and yes. you know reclaim some of our power back yeah well. yeah 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 so. it's like as an artist we're kind of also forming reality mm. right we we're kind of observing and uh, yeah creating a different perception of it so it's weird for me if it's just a product of capitalism like it's much yeah. wider it's a much yeah. bigger thing than, yeah. Yeah, I love, oh, imagine the realities we can form if we're intentional <laughs> about it. Oh yes, God. yes. <laughs> we could change we, so much. Yeah, yeah. I love that. We form, mm. we form our own realities. That's so cool. Yeah. I'd love to hear about more about this live set that you're creating and maybe um, a little bit more about your projects that you're working on right now. Can you tell us a bit about the art that you're creating yes. in these deep processes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have been making Catpula, as I said, the solo project. Um, I've been making music in a band before. And by myself, but not in a serious point to release. Uh, I mean, the band, yes, but not by myself. And now for the last year, it has been really amazing to finally be able to make all like my whole vision from the songwriting, the bass, the drums, the, the vocals, everything. Um, and I come from dance, actually. My... I was, I educated myself as a contemporary dancer mm -hmm. since I was 20. I guess I studied around seven years. Um, 
so I guess my music is a little bit influenced from that. Mm-hmm. So I don't just think in normal compositions, but I think like creating a whole atmosphere. Like for me, it's like creating a whole world soundscape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to, uh, so I work a lot with dimensions in the mix and uh, going you know, like in and out of reverb, like a lot of reverb and back to the center. Um, and yeah, there's many people, you know, you probably know that there's many people who wants to tell you what you should do to make it work, like how you should improve. Mm. And many people, uh, you have to be better at, especially German, sorry, you can take that out. <laughs> um, saying that... Um, you, you have to be better at composition, you know, you have to make the verse, the chorus, and the chorus should be like this, should be catchy, all this uh, commercial, kind mm. of. And it's just not how it flows for me. It's mm. not at all. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of abstract in a way, but... Totally. Uh, <laughs> But I also have a lot of songs with many repetitive beats and looped vocals. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, right now the set is is uh, is going to be fifty minutes long, and I have a mm-hmm. guitarist who's supporting me. Amazing. So we are doing like the half electronic, half acoustic. So I'm also I'm playing synth. Uh, analog sensing and so fascinating that you said that you're kind of you come to your music as a dancer and Mm. I'm interested like do you when you're writing your music you know do you see like the dance in in your mind do you do you you dance like while you're creating your music is is that like a part of the process or is it more music I think I think the space that I go to when I dance is the space, mm. same space that I go to when I make music, mm. and I guess there is like there is some visual things coming up, uh, like it's it's a little bit a mix of a <laughs> wide space and a painting, so like a three mm. D painting. I see wow. while while I create yeah. kind of. Uh, 
And that's why it's very interesting to work with depth in sound, I think. Mm. That it's not just for to make this professional sound, as many people are talking about, mm. but to actually paint with the dimensions in the music and the depth which you can do with the panning and the delay and the reverb. And wow. Oh, wow. So, yes. how did so you... fascinating. <laughs> how how did love you it. stumble <laughs> upon electronic music? Like if, uh, if you were, you, you were training as a dancer, was that kind of the career that you wanted to like have for yourself? Where did the music kind of come into things? Yeah, I think for many years, I, when I when I started contemporary dance, I was so fascinated because it was such a free form expression. Mm. Uh, and I found out through years that I'm not a person who can be just choreographed or I, I I'm I'm a creator. I'm not someone yeah. who works well in. I would almost call it dictatura mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because in the in the dance world, it it has been very tough for many years. There's not much money in it yeah so when you finally get into a company and it's funded and you get paid it's so narcissistic people and they're also Mm -hmm. struggling a lot so the choreographers usually many many not all but they spend time on making their dancers look like them Mm. so you can hear it's like you have to kind of be this blank nothing yeah yeah. So I was struggling a lot. Like I, I love dance and I still dance and I still do projects, but I was struggling because I thought I wanted to be this successful contemporary dancer. But through realizing this narrow world, at least where you get paid well mm. for it, is uh, then you don't have much freedom to create yourself. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I kind of, uh, I was making music since I was small. My dad gave me my first guitar. And so it has always been a part. And mm-hmm. when I was in dance school, my teacher heard me singing in the toilet. And after she heard that, she was like, Katrina, we have to use that. We have to use your voice. Oh, my God. So wow. they started to use me as both a singer and a dancer. So I was... Yeah, using my voice and body in the performances in the end. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, then when I got started with electronic music, typically in Berlin, <laughs> <laughs> I, I slowly started to first, of course, make my own sound for my own pieces. My graduation piece, I, well, partly with another guy, but I started to then create the sounds also helping others. Uh-huh. and uh yeah now it's it's i feel like it it for me now it doesn't matter where i am in the like if i'm the dancer or if mm. i'm the producer of the music or um it's more yeah the process of creating and yeah. mm. but That's definitely amazing. i think all all the disciplines is widening your perspective so Mm -hmm. i think it's very great for artists to if they're too stuck in one thing go do something else you always wanted because 
and stop thinking that you're wasting time mm. because it all can be used in yeah. each other's. It's so cool that you've been open to to that and, and learning new things and embracing like I just feel like you, I wish you it really would have been embracing. I wish it would have been embracing, but I I had really uh, four years of uh, thinking I I lost everything. You know, when I was really when I was uh, drawing away from dance mm-hmm. because it was filling my whole life. Yeah, I was training every day, eight hours, and trying to yeah improve myself every day. And when I realized this is not what I want, or at least not in this way, it it was like a hit in the face. It it was not mm-hmm. pretty. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and it took you years to kind of come to terms with that decision. Do you think? Or... At least I I was constantly evaluating in my mind, and I was trying to think. Okay, you have music, so it's okay. I was trying all the time to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it took a while before I understood why I did it yeah and now I can see that yes I'm an artist I want to be an artist I don't want to be a competitive dancer or yeah perfect in something Mm. but I want to be able to tell my story yeah yeah you're amazing. <laughs> I feel yeah. like, like your nice. energy is just what we both really needed to hear yeah, this evening. 100%. So oh, I'm just so grateful that you got in touch with us because, yeah, I'm. <laughs> Thank you. I am so in. Yeah, so inspired by by this conversation and by you. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we always end the episodes with asking what is some words of wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners? Something that you live by, something that you always come back to. A little a little golden nugget. I mean, I feel like as always, this yeah. episode has just been constant golden nuggets. <laughs> so of wisdom. many, so many wisdom. Anything already. else that, that you want like <laughs> I'll pick our, one. <laughs> that you want our listeners to like take away from this episode, if there's like one thing that they remember. Um, from from you what do you want that to be yes it's somehow very clear for me it's uh, enjoying the process because it's all only right now mm. yeah oh. it's just right perfect. now perfect <laughs> perfect thank you so much for thank sharing you. your story with us today yeah. it was really really thank nice you. really really Love nice like a nice feeling that people just ask into you. And mm, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I'm really, really glad. Nice. Really glad we got in touch and I can't wait to share this story with our oh, Yeah, thank audience. you for doing yeah. this work and that's really amazing. Oh, our pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We'd really appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe to our podcast and review the episode so that more people can find us in the future. Your comments help us pop up on people's suggested podcasts, helping our artist stories reach a wider audience. Podcasts are best shared by word of mouth. So if you know people who might enjoy this episode or the artwork podcast as a whole, we would love it if you told them all about it. And if you'd like to be a part of the artwork conversation, 
we would love to invite you to join our artwork community Facebook group, where you can connect with the artists we've featured on the podcast and share your art with a like-minded community. You can find the link in the show notes as well as all the links to today's artists. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at art.workconversation. And stay tuned for our next inspiring episode. Bye. Bye.